the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Today in the Catholic Church, we celebrate the Feast of the Transfiguration. And that's what we just heard from, uh, from this Gospel of St. Matthew. We heard about the Transfiguration of Jesus, which is when Jesus took Peter, James, and John up the mountain, and in front of them, he reveals to them that he's God. Up until this point, the disciples saw Jesus' works, they saw his miracles, they saw what he was doing, but now, today, on this transfiguration, when Jesus takes them to the mountain, he confirms to them, to these three, Peter, James, and John, that he is God. Now, this is the very reason Jesus was crucified, because the Jews thought that Jesus was blaspheming. Jesus was committing blasphemy because he was comparing himself to God, he was calling himself God, and so this is why they crucified him. And this is who he's revealing himself to be, that he is God. Jesus is God. He's Lord. He's King. He's our Savior. And who is Jesus to us? Do I believe that Jesus is my God? Do I believe that he's my Lord? Do I believe that he's my King and my Savior? Because a lot of times we don't. We don't really believe that Jesus is God. There's a misconception in our faith, in a lot of people's faith. People think that there's only God the Father, and that Jesus is his Son, and that God sent his Son to die for us, and that's all that Jesus is. That he just died for our sins, but that he's not really God. Jesus is truly man, truly God, and we have to believe in that. We have to believe in his power and who he is to us. You know, oftentimes I think that we place more enthusiasm, we place more devotion and more of our time in celebrities and people that are famous rather than in Jesus Christ, who is literally the most famous person, who is literally greater than these celebrities. I remember a couple years ago, Kanye West had this Sunday service, right? Maybe some of you remember that. And what was crazy to me was he had this Sunday service, right? He was praising God and thanking God and what was crazy was all these Chaldeans who don't go to church all of a sudden ended up at Kanye West's Sunday service. And I was confused. I said, okay, you're Chaldean, you're baptized, you're Catholic, and you don't come to church, but this celebrity all of a sudden wants to praise God. This celebrity all of a sudden wants to come out and say that he believes in God and we're going to praise God, and you run to him. And you spend hundreds of dollars to get a good seat at his Sunday service, but you won't come to church, which is free. You don't have to put money in the basket. It's okay. Come here for free. Come here to worship God, to serve God. This is free. Jesus is inviting us into his church, into his presence, and we will spend hundreds or thousands of dollars to go sit in front of some celebrity, but when it comes to Jesus... We're not as attached. We're not as enthusiastic. We're not as excited to go see the Lord. When I was at St. George in our youth group, we, we had this beautiful idea. All of the leaders put together this idea, which I thought was genius. So in the youth group, when we started the year, we told all of the teenagers, all of the high school teens, we said, at the end of the year, we are going to have a celebrity that's going to join us and so we want you guys to be hyped. We want you to be lit for this celebrity that's going to come and to be prepared for it. 
So all year, we were hyping them up for this celebrity. We even had celebrities make us videos encouraging them to come to the youth group. And we even had Bishop in on this, and Bishop made videos encouraging them to come to this youth group to see this great big celebrity that we were bringing to St. George. All year, hyping them up. So the day finally came. The day came, they were ready for the celebrity. The church was more packed than I'd ever seen in a youth group. Maybe two, three hundred high school teenagers showed up that night because they were ready to see this celebrity. So they're sitting in the church, and we tell them, all right, guys, the celebrity's about to walk in. Look behind you. So they look behind them, just like this church, and the doors, the back doors of the church open, and in comes walking Jesus in the Eucharist, in the monstrance, and I walk down the aisle carrying Jesus in the monstrance. And all of them kneel down for the greatest celebrity, the greatest person. You know, it was so beautiful. I got to the altar, I put Jesus on the altar, and I gave the biggest razala of my life to these teenagers, okay? I said, all of you showed up to this youth group because you thought Drake was coming or Kim Kardashian was coming, and you got Jesus. There was a teen, a teenager that came up to me after that, and he was in tears, in tears. And he was like, Abuna, I couldn't believe that I didn't think it was Jesus. I couldn't believe that I was waiting for some other celebrity. But when you brought Jesus in, it made sense that he's the greatest person. And that night changed so many of them. My brothers and sisters, we have the greatest fame right here. We have the greatest celebrity. We have the, the best person that we come to see every Sunday. The point of coming to Mass, my brothers and sisters, is to be transformed. The point of coming to Mass is to be changed. That's why we come to Mass. You know, this is the Feast of the Transfiguration. Another way of saying transfiguration is to be transformed, to be changed. And I come to Mass because I want to be changed. I come to Mass because I want to be transformed. If I'm not coming to Mass for that very thing, then what am I here for? You know, I always hear from people that don't come to church. I like to ask people that don't come to church, why don't you go to Mass on Sunday? Why don't you come to church? The common, common excuse that I hear from people that don't come to Mass or don't come to church, they say, Abuna, Father, these people that come to Mass... They sit there and they come to Mass, but they are totally different people when they leave Mass. When I see these people that come to Mass, and I see them out or I see them at a family's house, they are totally different. So what's the point of going to Mass, Abuna? Tell me. What's the point if the people who go to Mass are not even holy, are not even following the faith? You know, there is a truth to that, right? We're all going to be sinners. We're all going to be weak. But what type of image are we giving to others? Because if we say that we have faith, if we say that we're coming to Mass every Sunday, but then if we leave church and we are evil like the rest of the world and we are sinful like the rest of the world, then what are we doing? Like, how is the Mass changing me? How is the Mass transforming me? Because each and every one of us here is called to be an image of Christ. Each and every one of us is called to be a follower of Christ. So am I giving off 
that following and that discipleship to other people? Or am I showing them that eh, mass is whatever? I'm called to be transformed. I'm called every single time I come to this altar to encounter Jesus, to encounter God. That's what I'm called to. I want to turn to a beautiful prayer in our Mass that I think we, we oftentimes just really look past. And it's the prayer of let us approach, right? This is the prayer that's said right before the Our Father. And I always remember as a kid when this prayer was said, I was like, okay, finally, the Mass is almost done, you know? That was my thought. But now, as a priest, I see this prayer in a totally different light. The prayer says, it starts the first line, let us approach with piety and reverence. Before this was retranslated, what we used to say is, let us approach with fear and reverence. Let us approach with fear and reverence. If you paid attention to the book of Exodus, Moses said that when he would approach the mountain of God to go speak with God, he was trembling. He was shaking with fear because he was about to come in contact with God. There's a certain awe and wonder that we must have when we come to Mass, but oftentimes we lose that wonder and awe. Like when you walk into these doors, are you amazed at what's about to happen? Are you in awe at what's about to happen? Because our community is losing this reverence and this awe for God in the church. I can't tell you how many times as a priest, it's so discouraging. The things that are most discouraging for me are weddings and funerals. Because that's when every Chaldean and Khaltu and Ammu walks into the church who hasn't been to church in years. I can't tell you how many funerals I've celebrated at Mother of God where people don't even know when to sit or stand during the Mass. There was a wedding once where a guy was smoking his vape in the pew. I couldn't believe it. I said, where do you think you are? This isn't Bella Hall, right? This is the house of God. This isn't just some theater or some stage. This is the temple of worship. And when we come into the temple, when we come into God, we should have this deep fear and awe and wonder and respect and reverence for what we are approaching. What are we approaching? If I believe that Jesus is God, if I believe that He's Lord, then what I am approaching right now is the kingdom of heaven. The kingdom of God. I'm coming into contact with God one-on-one. One-on-one. But we're losing that reverence. We're losing that wonder for God. Even the way people dress. The way people come dressed to Mass, honestly, sometimes it's disgusting. You are coming face to face with God. Where is the rest of your shirt? You are coming face to face with God. Today, men are wearing tighter pants than women. I don't get it. What we wear makes a difference. If you were going to meet the President of the United States, God forbid, right? But if you were, if you were, <laughs> if you were, you would be dressed from head to toe. If you were one of those Chaldeans who invites Governor Whitmer to your house, okay, you would be dressed from head to toe in your best dress. You know, back in the day, men, when they would come to church, would wear suits, full suits. And women, when they would come to church, would wear dresses, 
and would be veiled. There's a certain respect to that. But this American culture is making us lose that respect and that reverence for God. We need this reverence. When this prayer says, let us approach with piety and reverence, we need to recognize what we are approaching. That we are literally approaching God. We are approaching our Lord. And I want to look my best. I want my heart to be at its best, to be ready to meet God, to be ready to approach Him. And so I want to pray in this Mass that this Mass and every Mass we go to, that we would approach it with wonder, that we would approach it with awe, that we would approach it with deep reverence and respect in our hearts. I want to teach you something about this prayer. You know, maybe you've seen me do it a couple times. When we say, Lord, forgive our sins and offenses, I beat my chest. This is something that was done traditionally back in the day again, but we're losing that. And so I beat my chest. The reason we do that is this is a sign of us asking God for his mercy and his forgiveness. This is a sign of showing Jesus, Lord, I'm sorrowful. Lord, I'm weak. Lord, I'm sinful, and I need your mercy. Listen to the prayers that we're asking for. Let us purify our conscience from division and dispute. Lord, forgive me. Forgive me for my division in my life. Let us purify our souls from hatred and hostility. Lord, forgive me for all the hatred and the anger that I have in my life. Let us receive this communion and be sanctified by the Holy Spirit. Lord, make me holy with your Holy Spirit. Sanctify me. United in one mind and in harmony, let us receive these mysteries. Lord, make me one with you. Lord, make me one with my family, with my friends, with the people you've given me. Let's be in wonder and awe of God especially in this Mass, that what we are about to approach is the most beautiful, most amazing thing. Jesus in the Eucharist. Jesus, our God. Jesus, who wants us to be amazed by Him. I pray that you will be amazed by Him in this Mass and every Mass you go to. Amen.